0: Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back friends, I hope that you are all feeling healthy and abundant. In this week's episode, we are tackling one of life's biggest questions and that is, what are we all searching for? And I've actually referred to this idea a few times in the past and made references to this idea of a void that exists within all of us. And so my goal for today's episode is to begin to explore this topic a little bit further. So let's jump right in. Now, every single human being is born into this life with a deeply rooted desire to embark on a journey of searching for something that they feel is missing in their life. And in order to fulfill this void, They feel that they need to look um, to the outside world for answers, which makes sense because if you consider your most basic physiological needs, if you feel hungry, you're going to search for food. If you feel thirsty, you're going to search for water. But this void that you feel is a different type of longing that isn't easily fulfilled by just anything. Now, majority of the world's population believes that they are searching for either happiness, validation. Their desires, a sense of direction, or perhaps a sense of connection to others, or maybe even a search for something to believe in, which are all very valid points. But today I want to present to you a new idea of what you have been potentially searching for your entire life. So let's take a trip back to our birth as a starting point. Now, every single one of us starts life in our mother's womb, which is a warm, protective space that provides us with the nutrients we need to survive and shields us from the outside world. Now, the process of birth is where we initially experience that separation. We're brought into this life and take our first independent breath and become a whole and complete human being. But the journey is just beginning because as we grow, we are slowly being molded into a very particular version of ourselves based on our surroundings. And as we begin to go through the various developmental stages, inherently we know who we are and where we originally came from. But we slowly begin to lose touch with that because of what our families and the outside world tells us is the way to be and exist in the world and if you reflect back onto your life as a child you innately understood the essence of life And that was your authentic self-expression. You ate the foods that you enjoyed and rejected the ones that you didn't. You danced if you wanted to because it made you happy. You accepted every other child around you regardless of their background. You had a sense of wonder and you didn't rush. You used your imagination and you knew what made you happy and you did exactly that. But as you began to express yourself in these different ways, everyone else around you began to tell you what was acceptable and what was not. Who is good in this world and who is bad? Who is admirable and who is disgraceful? So even though you come into this world whole, the experiences that you go through chip away at this wholeness and make you forget your essence and mold you into a false version of yourself. So your entire life becomes a subconscious search for yourself. You feel like something is missing and you spend your entire life searching for it outside of yourself. And there is a little story that actually highlights this point very beautifully and I want to share that with you guys as well. So the story goes a beggar had been sitting on the side of the road for 30 years and one day a stranger walks by and the beggar mechanically utters spare some change And the stranger informs the beggar that he has nothing to offer and inquires about the chest that the beggar is sitting on and of its content. The beggar responds that he has had the chest for as long as he can remember and that there is nothing inside. The stranger urges him to open it and to the beggar's surprise, the chest is full of gold. Now, this story is a metaphor demonstrating that everything that you are searching for in life has always been within you. And in fact, the entire universe is within you. Now, this isn't just a random quote to make you feel happy and whole. It's very intentional and literal. And I want to elaborate on this point briefly to demonstrate the importance of it. So as human beings, We are a beautiful harmony of energy that is infused with the intelligence of the universe. And what this means is that our bodies are built up of the elements from our surroundings. And through this, we are connected to everything in existence, which includes plants, animals, and even the bacteria within our microbiome. And every geological shift that takes place in the world also is somehow connected to our existence as well. So this happens because the human body contains around 20 different elements, which mostly are made inside ancient stars. And the most common ones are oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen. Now these are all referred to as atoms and we all know that an atom is the smallest unit in the human body which gives rise to molecules and then further to organelles, then to cells, to tissue and organs and eventually an organism is formed. And we see over and over again a reflection of our body within nature. The birth of a cell has been compared to the death of a star, the human brain cell has been compared to a cluster of a galaxy the human eye has been compared to the nebula and then within nature there are so many other examples of how certain foods that resemble certain organs are in fact beneficial for that exact organ and examples of this include walnuts being beneficial for brain health because of their constituents and ginger root being beneficial for the intestines and so on and so forth. So inside of you are echoes of the universe, but not only do you not recognize that you spend your entire life searching for the very thing that is within you in everything else outside of you. So this entire search for fulfillment or for happiness is in fact a search for self-discovery. You're looking to regain the part of you that you lost or that remains hidden due to social conditioning and your own limiting beliefs about your sense of worth and identity. So the first place that most people start to search for and look for these missing pieces of themselves is inside of other people and experiences. So you meet someone and you recognize a part of yourself within the other person and something within you comes alive. And you think, wow, this person is meant to be in my life, which is very true. Yes, in fact, they are totally meant to be in your life, but not for the reasons that you may think. They are there as a mirror to remind you of who you really are because they are reflecting a part of you right back to you. But instead, a lot of people never actually even realize this their entire lives so they end up continuing to place their power in the hands of others because they think that that very thing that draws them to that person which again is the reason why you're being drawn to that in the first place is because it is echoing a a deeply rooted part of you that you may have suppressed for a really long time but you think that that person is the only source of this very thing so you hang on to them very tightly. Now, because relationships are such a big component of the human experience, let's talk about this a little bit further. So let's say you are on the search for something and you don't even know what that something is. And at this point in your life, anything will seem appealing to you, honestly, because there is no focus or identified intention. And let's say you meet someone that fulfills a part of you that you think, oh my God, this this must be my soulmate and I should spend the rest of my life with this person. But what happens is you have to consider the fact that if you don't cultivate that within yourself, what happens if that person leaves? And you then, what are you, do you begin another search or does that mean that you're broken or flawed or something is missing all over again? So you need to really begin to recognize that the Things that experiences and other people are igniting within you is something that already exists within you. That's the reason why it's coming alive. It's not being instilled in you for the first time. It's just a reminder. So really what we see happening most of the time is that many people are continually trying to fill this void that they feel with numerous different relationships. So really it becomes an aimless search for an unidentified emotion, state, feeling, object, or whatever it may be. So let's say, let's use an example. Let's say that you meet someone and you settle down with this person because they feel like it's a right match. You feel like it's right for you and it fulfills a certain part of you. But once you're into that relationship, some time passes and you still don't feel entirely fulfilled. So what happened? What happens next? What do most people do? The next step is to have children because maybe that's what's going to finally bring you some sense of purpose and that you've been searching for so really What ends up happening is that through this, you're shifting your attention away from yourself and creating a distraction because having children will give you something to love outside of yourself when all you had to do was learn how to love yourself in the first place. So in my opinion, a child is a piece of your heart that is now living outside of you. So you can hold it, nurture it, care for it, and give it everything you always wanted and never had yourself. But if your foundation is based in lack and more specifically, a lack of sense of identity and self, you can only give so much to that child because you are giving from a state of scarcity and insecurity. And so you create a very insecure attachment to your own child and internalize their actions as a representation of you. So if they fail, that means you failed as a parent. So you can see how this is creating a very vicious cycle, right? And what ends up happening is we pass along generational wounds and patterns and this is how we do it we're passing along instead of passing along wholeness and identity we're passing along lack and insecurity to our children so if you are constantly searching for meaning in things outside of yourself it's like you're missing the root cause of the issue and you keep filling it with temporary fixes because if in fact what you were looking for could truly be found in something external their search would be over once you found it that's it game over you find the thing that you're looking for search done but we don't really see that happening right there isn't really an example of someone finding the thing that they were looking for and that's it life fulfilled nothing else it seems to be a never-ending search for many many individuals that's the more common story that we're seeing And on this whole point of identity, many people begin to define themselves as how they identify in relation to others and how they know themselves in this life. So you define yourself as a daughter, a son, a sister, a brother, a wife, husband, mother, father, student, teacher, whatever it may be. And you're always defining yourself in relation and in context to other people. And you forget that life on earth As a human is only one part of your journey. And in fact, your spirit is eternal, which takes me to my next point. And that is once you begin to find yourself and remember who you are, you will inevitably reach a point of understanding that you are an expression of a divine source that represents consciousness, oneness, and love. But you come into this world with a hazy remembrance of your truest essence which is this divine light, because you cannot separate self-discovery from the discovery of your source, creator, God, universe, whatever term you guys are comfortable with and resonate with, because the deeper you search, the more you realize that the very core of you stems from an infinite source. And the one thing you have been searching for your entire life is a sense of connection to this creative source from which you come from. And I don't mean a sense of connection that is dictated by broken teaching stemming from culture or religion that's been tainted by human beings that are often based in fear, where you are told to connect to your creator out of fear. But rather, through recognizing your own divinity, you're connecting to this power through love and your own identified spirituality. And you know that that connection is between you and where you came from. And there's no in-between man involved. So if you reflect on the writings of many advanced spiritual beings of our world, they often refer to a great beloved. And throughout their poems, this echoes where often um, a lot of human beings actually confuse this for human love, when in fact these individuals were lost in the rapture of what true love felt like once you surrender to a beautiful universal power that really embodies everything. Now, the human experience is a bridge between all things in existence, including the duality of the divine and the opposite of that, which is anything that is demonic in nature. So divine energy, divinity is represented by what is pure, sacred, and based in oneness and love. And anything that is opposing to that and referred to often as demonic or evil energy is represented by what is evil, destructive, and based in division and fear. And as human beings, we can fall into either side of that spectrum because we come into this world as an expression of a divine being, but the experience of life and our free will allows us to express either our highest self or our lowest self. And if you play, pay close attention, The false pursuit of happiness that has been created to distract people in this life takes away from your divinity. So for years now, human beings have been distracted by temporary pleasure that's based in toxic behavior that further disconnects them from their truest nature and also distracts them by fear, which creates almost a state of psychosis where you're almost being, your lives are being dictated by the fear that's been instilled in you. Now, over and over, we see people disconnected from their true essence and falling for the trap and lie that was sold to them, which binds them to this physical world and to the physical pleasures alone. So more and more, you see people with debilitating addictions to drugs, alcohol, sex, money, so on and so forth. And that completely strips them of their personal power and autonomy and the light within them. So instead, it keeps them trapped by worldly emotions of fear, envy, lust, greed, which continually need to be fueled by things outside of themselves. And I wanna clarify something really quickly here. And that is that pleasure is a very beautiful part of the human experience, but there's a distinction that needs to be made, which is if you want to know whether or not something is truly good for you, you only have to ask yourself one question. And that question is, how do you feel when the effects of whatever you engaged in to fill that void within wear off? Do you feel energized, inspired and whole? Or do you feel depressed, lost and empty? Do you feel fulfilled, rejuvenated, and alive? Or do you feel a deeper sense of disconnection, loneliness, and insecurity? And you need to be really honest with yourself. Whatever side you fall on, there's absolutely no judgment. And all this is doing is to help you to begin to distinguish what fuels you and what depletes you. This is your journey, and you don't want to cheat yourself out of life by buying into a lie that was created with the very aim to separate you from yourself. Because if you attempt to fill this feeling of emptiness with superficial things and to just numb that sensation that you're feeling, the void will only be pushed deeper and deeper and buried under years of a false narrative, making it more difficult for you to connect to and hear the call of whatever you truly want in life. So because the things that truly fuel your spirit have a longer lasting effect, A way to distinguish between something that's fueling your spirit is that it not only makes you feel recharged and alive, but it also trickles out into the lives of others because what fuels your spirit helps you to grow and the energy of growth is expansive in nature versus the energy of entrapment is very constrictive and retractive in nature. So this is why people that are And meaningless, superficial, or toxic relationships are literally aging by the day, while those who first and foremost have established a true relationship to themselves glow and look younger by the day because their self-recognition and love is rejuvenating every cell in their body. And quite literally, this is happening. And if you have a true relationship with yourself, you cannot have superficial relationships with others. The two cannot coexist because it's the nature of who you are. And that extends beyond you into the other relationships that you engage in. So once you discover the light within yourself you then begin to ground this energy and hold it steady and then you become a light bearer for others to help enlighten them along their journey towards self-discovery as well so the biggest point to keep in mind is that You come into this world alone and you leave alone and your entire life journey is about what you choose to do with the life that you were given. Life isn't about the house that you own, the cars that you drive, your education, your status or how many kids that you have. Life is about how you develop yourself as an individual, your intentions, your behavior towards others, the purity of your heart and whether or not you became the highest version of yourself or bought into a lie and remain small and a pawn in someone else's game. Because when you depart this life, your status on earth will not matter. What you gained materially will not matter. What will matter is your level of enlightenment and how you overcame the challenges you were presented in life. And most importantly, if you truly found yourself in the meaning and purpose of your life, because life on earth is really a grand university. You're here to learn and through that express the highest or lowest version of yourself. You come here to learn unity, love, and the full expression of consciousness, all of which have been within you all along. And the reason why I wanted to highlight the importance of finding yourself in this episode today is because when you do that, you lay the foundation for everything else you desire in life, whether it's happiness, validation, a sense of fulfillment or life purpose. Once you truly know and understand yourself, the rest is secondary. You begin to live a life that is aligned with your highest potential. And once you recognize that everything exists within you, there is no longer a search and it becomes more of a matter of Mastering the frequency of whatever it is you desire. So instead of shifting your attention to the external world and asking, What will bring me happiness or love? you begin to ask, How do I cultivate happiness or love from within? And with that, let's move right into this week's episode prompts. Prompt number one is, What gives meaning to my life? Prompt number two, In what areas can I begin to understand myself better? And prompt number three, how would I describe myself to a complete stranger? Alright friends, thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that this episode was both enlightening and inspiring for all of you and I just wanted to say if you know someone in your life that would greatly benefit from this episode, please share it with them and I would love to hear back from you guys. So if you feel called in the reviews, let me know which episodes you resonate with the most, which ones have been your most favorite topics so far and anything else that you would like to share with me, um, that would be great. And until next time, take care and I will connect with you in the future episode.